0: Hey, and welcome to the Screen Safe podcast. I'm Anna and this is a podcast for anyone who cares about keeping children and teens safer online. We're gonna talk about absolutely everything. So whatever age and stage your child is at, there'll be something here for you. Let's get going. Hello and welcome back. So we're rapidly hurtling towards the end of the school year. I know for some of us, you've already broken up Um, here in Leeds. We are finishing next week for the most of us. Uh, So next Friday, another week to go. So yeah, lots going on. There always is at this time of year, but obviously one of the biggest changes that children are facing at school are those that are in year six. Because they're making that big transition from primary school to secondary school, and hopefully your child has had their transitions days by now and had some experience of what that's going to be like and there's a whole host of emotions going around both for you and your child at the moment and this week I've been doing some workshops with year six students and then separate workshops with year six parents which have been really, really great and um, and lovely to get in front of these children and their parents at such a crucial time because we know that everything's changing anyway. We know that this is a, a an age where there's lots going on. If you've listened to my previous episode about those those tween age years, we are absolutely in the thick of it here in year six. So hormones are going, feelings are all over the place, friendships are changing. They're more bothered about what their friends think. They may be more influenced by things they're seeing online or the people that they're surrounding themselves with. And they're about to go through this big change from a nice, secure primary school that they're used to into this big environment, meeting lots of new people all at once. So really exciting time. But as I found when I was speaking to the year six children this week in the school that I was in, there's a whole host of emotions going on, excitement, nervous, a bit despondent, unsure, just excited about the summer holidays, not thinking about school, and some that were so excited after their transitions days, they've already checked out of primary school and they just want to be there. So you're probably feeling the same if you've got a child in year six at the moment as well. It's a whole push and pull of different emotions going on. It's an end of a a really big stage. So lots will change, but one of the things that will definitely change is how your child interacts and uses the internet so how they're interacting online what they're doing what they're being exposed to and that that will definitely change moving forward Hi, welcome back. So we're rapidly hurtling towards the end of the school year now. For some people I know you've already broken up or maybe it's today that you're breaking up. Uh, Where I am in Leeds, we've got another week, most of us here. So my children finish next Friday. So I'm in that frantic sort of stage of of trying to get things lined up in a row and ready for that. And this week I've I had a really great time spending time in schools talking to year 6 pupils and running some workshops with them and then running separate workshops for year 6 parents and we've focused on that area because this is a really key time for your child if they're in year 6 they're coming to the end of that you know primary school era they've been there for several years they've got those foundations they've got those friendship groups they know everything they know everyone They've got their routines in place and then that's about to all get uprooted and and changed. And most children hopefully by now have had their transition days if they are going on to a high school. And when I was speaking to the year six children this week, there was a whole host of, of different emotions going on, which you would expect from excitement to Nervous, worried, anxious. Don't want to go to some children that love their transition days so much they've they've already checked out of primary school and they just want to go. And it's probably the same for the parents. You know, there's that whole push and pull of different emotions going on. And and a lot is going to change. But what I've been focusing on through these sessions with parents and children is how they're use of the internet and the the way that they interact online is also likely to change because when we go from the primary school setting and we jump into that big secondary school one of the most obvious changes is of course the number of people that we're around and your child has gone from a smaller classroom to suddenly meeting potentially depending on the size of school they're going to you know five six other year uh, class classrooms in their year group So it's a huge, huge increase in who they're mixing with. So I really wanted to just have some conversations around how do we meet people online? How do we compare that to how we meet people in the playground and look at those values of what we look for in friendships? Because I think this is a really important message with children across all ages, but particularly in year six when they're about to have this sudden increase in their social circle and getting them to think about the types of qualities they look for in a friendship and why should that be any different online you know we need to hold those values close to us when we're speaking to people online and and getting them to question what they see and hear online so these are some key messages that i think for year six parents it's going to be really key to be having over the summer holidays these are never just one conversation and then yet yeah, we've we've covered that we're done they're clear they know they know where they're going we have to keep obviously going over and over these topics again and again and again and this one about who they're connecting with online is a key one and will continue to be so um so i would i would recommend looking at where you are now for a start off so whether your child has social media yet or not and again remember that there is never any judgment here um Yes, the age limits for social media are 13. Personally, I think they should be 16, um, but they are 13. But we also know that lots and lots of children are accessing Snapchat, TikTok, all these different platforms way before they're 13. So if your child already has a social media account, start now by having look, do you know who they're connected to? Do you know all of their followers? Do you know how many followers they've got? some children have got hundreds and into the thousands they've got completely open accounts so having a look at these things now use it as a, a bit of a chance to have a summer reset and a, a, a gather and think okay where are we at where's the landscape now we're using snapchat or TikTok. is your child's account set to private first and foremost are their location settings turned off do you know all those contacts does your child know all those contacts because you know if if you go onto their account and they've got 480 contacts you can be very confident that they do not know all those people so it's a great opportunity to have a, a conversation about who we connect with and why and not just falling into that sort of numbers vanity game which is very easy to happen of comparing who's got the most contacts who's got the most followers who's got the most likes on a post because all that does is obviously attract this focus on getting more and more connections and more and more likes. And we want to try and move away from that and get them back to the quality over quantity approach. So having some really open, honest conversations and and going through and having a bit of a, a, you know, a, a declutter of their contacts lists. And the same applies for their actual phone. So in terms of who is in their phone contact list, do you know every single person in there? And if not, going through and saying, okay, who's this person? Where did you meet them? How do you know them? And I know we can all be worried about it, feeling like we're coming across and interrogating them and, and policing them. But in a way we are because they're still very much children and they're about to get put into a world surrounded by older children with older experience and lots of other children their own age who may have very, very different values experiences boundaries in place to how you have your your rules and regulations at home so it is really important that we can take this as a chance to just say right let's just have a look at where we are and then at least come september you're confident that you know where they're starting from so it helps you monitor the situation the other things we talked about were cyberbullying, which unfortunately, as we know, is is a, is a a real problem. And again, it comes often through children having so many contacts on all their different platforms that they are not really familiar with. They don't necessarily know them at all, or they're a friend of a friend of a friend, and they've just added them on to get the numbers up. But these are people we don't know, so we can't trust them, and we don't know that they have our best interests at heart. So again, if we can tie it back into the messages of, this is why we only connect with our real friends that we know are genuine, that we can trust and that we actually physically see and meet and spend time with, then the chance of your child getting pulled into some cyberbullying issues does get minimised. Of course, it's it's never guaranteed, but you're certainly going to help them reduce that risk if they're not being added to so many different groups. And I think if you speak to any... Uh, High school, particularly year seven teachers, WhatsApp groups are the bane of their life, particularly in year seven, because so many get created when they first start. It's all this excitement of meeting new people, adding new contacts. And remember, we don't know each other at this stage. So then quickly we can start with the the bullying behavior because we we've got people who are you know they're trying to prove themselves they're trying to get validated they're trying to appear popular or funny and sort of establish their place in the year group so staying away from whatsapp groups is is definitely a big plus again unless they are in smaller groups with a handful of people that they know and trust and have the same values of so we talked about all of that we talked We talked about social media, and again, in terms of how children are using that nowadays and how ideally we delay it as long as possible, but also when your child starts in year seven, if they haven't already got Snapchat or TikTok, you can guarantee that within the first few weeks they are likely to be asking for those platforms because that is where everybody is. Um, a lot so many children in this age group are on those platforms they're the sort of main two at that age snapchat seems to be one of the main if not the main form of communication over whatsapp they use snapchat so it can be very very quick for your child to start to feel left out and start having the conversations around i'm the only person in the year who hasn't got snapchat i'm getting made fun of i'm missing out on things people aren't telling me about when they're meeting up because it's all being arranged on snapchat so think about what you're prepared to accept and how you're prepared to manage it it's of course it's not for me to tell you what to do here this is about you setting your own boundaries within your family and what's acceptable i would always advise holding off on these platforms as long as possible um, but if you are going to go ahead with snapchat Make sure that you've got it downloaded on your phone as well and and understand the platform and how it works and then you'll be able to see what your child is at risk of seeing and and how it works. Remember this is the app that was designed to send nude messages so it's a very sneaky app. everything is deleted um once it's read, it disappears, so unless that message is screenshotted, you've got no idea what your child has been sent and seen, and likewise no idea what they've they've read themselves so it's very very hard to monitor as is all social media Um, but do make sure that if you're going to get your child uh, snapchat that you download it yourself and obviously connect to them but also that that doesn't really help much because you still can't see see what's going on Um, so we had some really great chats around that with the children as well in terms of who they accept and the kind of things we post and what we share online. And these are all really key messages, I think, at this time, particularly for this year group and age group to be reinforcing, because they're going to get swept away in September with so much going on. Um, You know, not just the tech side, but just that whole experience of high school and different uh, lessons, the, the, the way the homework's set, the new challenges, all sorts going on. So the tech side, is just another layer on that for everyone to cope with so if we can start now as we go into summer and start putting some of these measures in place start having some of these conversations hopefully it won't be as big a jump in september and you'll feel a bit more in control so if you start looking at your child's contacts now come september it'll be such an easier job to stay on top of because you know where you're at you're not sort of having to go through it from scratch you're clear who their friends are so you know when someone news added and your child knows the rules about who they can add and who not and everyone knows where they stands um so one other thing i did mention and I've, i did a podcast on this a couple of weeks ago was just the site ameagle and i'm just going to drop it in there again because it's still another site that i keep hearing about children using and accessing again this is a key age group for it it's got that shock factor. It's got the bit of risk associated to it of, I know we shouldn't be on it. It's got that curiosity factor because they've may have heard rumors about things that are on it from other people. So that curiosity is, is spiked and they want to go and explore themselves all natural behaviors for children of this age. But unfortunately on a very, very dangerous platform that no child, or teenagers should be near. So it's Omegle, O-M-E-G-L-E. And it is the platform that just says, talk to strangers. And you literally tick a box to say you're 18, in you go, and you are straight away in a video chat with anyone, anywhere in the world. And there has been all sorts of explicit, graphic, violent content on that platform, content containing children, exploitation of children, And it is just, I would say, the worst site out there. So it is definitely not somewhere you want your child uh, to be visiting. So add it to your list of things to block and make sure that that site is blocked and that's password protected. So your child can't come along and then unblock that site um, on their device, on your device, on any device you've got in the house. But just be aware of it, because even though you can go through all this with your child, you can still expect that someone else can talk to your child about it. Someone else might show your child uh, this site from their own device or when they're around at a friend's house. So having these conversations again is is so important because we can't stop them from seeing everything and hearing everything but we can certainly take some measures to minimise the impact of, of what could potentially go wrong. So I hope that helps a bit just with year six parents, particularly. Obviously, there's things in there that we can all be doing. Um, Summer is a great time to be resetting from a screen time point of view, having a look at how we use our screens ourselves and understanding more about how our children are using them. What are they doing? What are they interested in online? Who are they following? Who is inspiring them? Is it someone positive or is it someone that you have got concerns about? And would rather that they weren't educating your child on the, the the ways of the world. So it's a great time to hopefully have some screen-free time, but also use it as this time to you know get to know your child's journey a bit better, what they're doing, and how you can help them stay safer online. So I hope you have a fantastic summer. Um, I'm going to keep bringing out some podcasts throughout the summer period, which will hopefully just keep giving you some more nuggets of information that you'll find helpful, some resources to use. I'm going to be doing a podcast in the next couple of weeks about new AI apps because that has blown my mind. AI, as we know, is exploding everywhere. And yes, there are some positives to it. But again, as with all things, when we mix something like this, which is incredibly powerful and currently fairly unregulated, It's always then when it's mixed with children, there are obvious dangers and risks. So I'm going to be doing a session on that because there's some key things we need to be aware of. And again, just just getting up to speed with I'm frantically in the background trying to get on top of AI and understand what's going on. Whilst obviously Threads was introduced last week as well. So we need to keep our eyes and see how that rolls out. Um, But I just want to keep bringing you some information over the summer holidays so you can hopefully just listen in when it suits and help keep everyone safer, happier and healthier online. So bye for now. And I will be back next week. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be really grateful if you would share it with anyone else who you think might find this podcast helpful. You can follow me on Instagram at Screensafe Global or sign up via my website screensafe.co.uk or via the link in Instagram to receive my weekly newsletter with more hints, tips and all round support on everything to do with online safety.